0: off and the clock has started.
1: welcome to that pixel life this is episode 275 recording january 1st 2024 my name is zach anderson and this week we are going to be talking a little in y e 2023 some uh game of the year prep we're working on a little segment i'm gonna call wait what came out this year question mark and more to do this i have with me as always justin firecracker carter it's your boy
0: yeah man dude new year's eve we're in the year 2024 now mm-hmm. 2023 it's in the past covid guess what it's over guys so we're <laughs> except the half year. the
1: people i know have it but anyway
0: yeah you know it's making a resurgence there's a new you know bill nye strain going around mm-hmm. Does that doesn't matter though it's over um how was your New Year's?
1: It was good. It was good. Uh, we kept it pretty mellow, pretty local. Had some bomb Mexican food, uh, some barilla tacos. Oh, and now you're speaking yeah. my language. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were ridiculous. I mean, it was kind <laughs> of a little lead brickish. Like, it, I ate too much, and it just sat in my stomach for about an hour and a half, like, killing me. But uh, we did the East Coast Ball Drop. With, uh, with one Shannon Moore and his lovely wife and child. They came over and we hung out and uh, we did the East Coast Ball Drop. Kids had some sparkling cider as long as well as me. And the other adults had some champagne. Toasts were made. It was good times. And then everyone went home. But uh, my kids decided they were going to go for the gusto and do midnight Wow! And they and they and they made it. They made it, kicking and screaming, (laughs) literally because they were exhausted. But man, it was uh, they they made it. Uh, but yeah, you know, people launching fireworks in the neighborhood, my dog getting super annoyed, all that fun stuff. You know, the holidays. Uh, How about yourself? How was your NYE?
0: Dude, it was pretty good. Uh, we went over to our friend Molly and Dominic's. Um, we had some like little like snack stuff, and then had some pizza and wings. Had some oh, uh, nice uh, jalapeno pineapple. Uh, it was basically Hawaiian pizza, but with jalapenos on it.
1: Sweet, I'm out. Um, <laughs> sounds like the worst, but. You know. <laughs>
0: Uh, but we had some of that with some wings and uh your boy they got it from like costco or sam's club or whatever Mm -hmm. it was like some of the They came in like little almost like plastic shot glasses but it like was divided in half and had like the two different um liquors like it had a bunch i tried about each i think of one of those shots like one tasted kind of like a margarita Okay. Um, one tasted like liquid otter pop, which is probably my favorite. And I think that one was called like stripper pussy or something like that. <laughs> Jesus, uh, like, uh, I don't remember. One was like a water, like kind of tasted like. I was a... like the otter
1: pop sounds like a Mike Miller special, but now yeah. when you called it stripper pussy, I'm like, well, maybe not.
0: <laughs> that's a super special. Yeah. Um, one of yeah, them. That's tasted... true. Maybe it's still a Mike Miller, but yeah. I don't know. But yeah, one tasted like. Uh, it was like almost like a watermelon jolly rancher dropped in like mike's hard lemonade
1: that doesn't sound Uh, bad
0: no yeah they were all pretty good like there wasn't one that i was like ew like that was disgusting what did i just Uh drink so that was nice so you know had some some of that and played a bunch of canasta um we also (laughs) we also played um did you break out have... the
1: cribbage board? It sounds like you were hanging out at an old folks home. Like what is no, no, going no, no.
0: on? Dude, Canasta's been a staple in my family for generations. And uh-huh. They, uh-huh. they always play Canasta. Um and it's a lot of fun. All right. I stand by Canasta. But <laughs> we, we stand. Also, we stand <laughs> Canasta. We stand strong with Canasta. <laughs> but no, there was a because they have a daughter, they busted out it was called Sequence for Kids. Okay. And I've never played Original Sequence. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: That's like but, an OG around here.
0: Like I know the name, but yeah, I've never played it. And yeah, essentially it was like there's pictures of animals on it's like bingo but mm-hmm. with animals on a board, but it's also like Connect 4 and there's cards involved and it's like you draw cards, it's like oh, I got Henrietta the Hippo and then you put your little token on Henrietta the Hippo and you're trying to like Connect 4 on the board, but then there's a unicorn that's a wild card that lets you put your token wherever you want mm-hmm. and then there's a dragon that blows up any one token on the board and yeah, after a couple shots uh sequence for kids got a little heated with the uh, adults like like by the second round the real fun picked up when their daughter was done playing after the second round the third and fourth round with just the adults is where it got pretty heated blowing each other's stuff up and kind of just Fucking each other over left and right, trying to connect
1: four. Gotcha. But you that know, sounds, uh sounds interesting as far yeah. as the uh, the the antics in the room around the game go.
0: Yes, yes, but yes, there was lots of fireworks. Uh, luckily, you know, my dogs were at home inside, mm-hmm. safe and sound. Uh,
1: Do but... you find anything helps them? When things are booming outside?
0: Really? They aren't that like as long as they're inside, like they're Mm-mm. honestly like fine. Um, it's like they've been outside before but yeah. They do not want to be outside. I don't want them to be outside. So usually we just like um like block the dog door or like they'll go in crates, or like the closer it gets to midnight or whatever, they'll like go in their crates. But um, really out of my four dogs, Bunny is like the one that like is probably the worst with it. But usually mm-hmm. as long as he's like inside or just like with us, like half the time, they'll just lay on the ground in the living room with us and chill out. Like, well, they don't cool. freak out about it.
1: Uh, Yeah, I find with my dog we put on white noise okay. and you can still hear the booms, but I think there's something about the white noise that like maybe breaks up the concussive wave So it doesn't bother him as much like he'll still like his head will still snap up, but he doesn't like lose his shit barking and running around the house and stuff.
0: Well, and luckily where we live too, like the neighbors to like the left of us Mm -hmm. set off fireworks in their backyard. So like they're like the main one, but outside of them like no one else really in our neighborhood sets off like a lot of fireworks because gotcha. like, most of the people in our neighborhood are like older and mm. probably also have animals and don't want to mess with it. Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: Um, so yes, as you, if you haven't figured out, we are short one today with uh, Shannon. What do you say? He he's starting work tomorrow. So we kind of need the night to pull all of his stuff together. So he uh, he is stepping away from the mic for this first episode of 2024. But, yeah, uh,
0: I think he hit that uh, that little warhead for Loco a little too hard. Yeah, New Year's yeah. Eve and really, he just couldn't muster up the energy.
1: Needed the uh, the full 24 to recover. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> you know, we're in our 40s now. It happens. You you, you just don't bounce back like you did. Um. But yeah, uh, I guess maybe let's do a little talking. I was playing some more Dave the Diver and looking at other things, and I realized I'm running out of time because uh, we're recording our Game of the Year episode next weekend. Yeah, it's coming up. The three of us, and then Jordan, and then uh, the stranger, Rob- Robbie Um, But... I still have a lot to play before in this next week and not a lot of time to do that. And so I was just wondering what, if you still have things on your stack, what's on your stack that you definitely need to touch before we talk about it. You know, things like that.
0: Man. So I'm going to be real honest for me personally. Like I don't foresee me throwing any new games into the mix if anything I would just be playing more of what's already on my stack okay okay Um, so and I think top just to see see
1: if things are moving up or down
0: yeah yeah honestly I think top of my list would probably be Alan Wake 2 is like I still need to finish it and that's that's like my number one
1: that's the game that kills me because I never played it and I'm not going to because at this point I can't afford to buy it. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it, uh, I've watched a bunch of people play it and it looks just so rad. It looks like just they made a game for me. They were just like, hey, what is Zach like? And then made a game. And I know I will play it probably in the next couple months. Once I, once I can scrounge up the funds to buy it, but uh, yeah, I'm really bummed that that's not going to be a game I've played because I could definitely see it very high on my list. So I I'm with you on that. Uh, the one I need to get into sooner than later is mortal Kombat one. Cause I did get that as a gift and I just need to start it. And by all accounts, people love that game. So I'm very excited to see what that is. And then uh, the other one that I'm seeing all over game of the year lists that I really want to pick up and uh, play. And I have it for my steam deck is viewfinder. Cause that seems like a game that could, could make a list could maybe climb up some, some rungs on a ladder. Uh, Do you have thoughts on either one of those?
0: Uh, well, Luckily for you, at least with Mortal Kombat, you can lay in bed and play it since you got it on the Switch. hmm
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> um, And I don't have to, like, strain my eyes too much because the frame rate doesn't go that high, you know?
0: Yeah, dude. In the middle of fighting, you can just grab a drink real quick and you'll still be there throwing that yep. same punch. Yep. Um, it's really good. <laughs> but I know Viewfind... Viewfinder, I definitely need to look more into. I know it made a lot of appearances at the Game Awards, so mm-hmm. that definitely uh, did put it on my radar.
1: Uh, I mean, like- I remember, I remember when it came out, and a lot of people were talking about the mechanics of it—how you take the picture and like overlay it, and it changes how you can navigate a level and everything. Like that sounds super rad, but then. It's kind of dovetailing into what we're going to talk about. There were so many games this year that it just kind of came and went off my radar. And so like you seeing it pop up at the Game Awards again, I'm like, oh, yeah, that thing. I totally wanted to play that.
0: Yeah, and it's like I still have Resident Evil 4 remake on my list, and I'm kind of like Resident Evil 4, I think, is to me what Alan Wake 2 is to you, where it's like, Mm -hmm. yes, I do want to play it, but it's like I don't can't really buy it right now and then there's just so many other things to play anyway that it's yeah. like even if i did get it like honestly i probably wouldn't really have the time to just sit down and really invest into it
1: see this is where physical media matters because you know a generation ago i would have just mailed you the disc you mail me the disc we and we just move on with our lives you know what i mean yeah and
0: then but, here's alan wake going into 2024 like you know what we're not even bought like they're not yeah. even gonna put an empty box on the shelf with the code in it like, yeah you just, no it's, it's just
1: you download it or you don't play it that's <laughs> that's what it is um but yeah uh what about did you ever finish dredge
0: no so dredge is one of the ones on my list as well uh you got it
1: though right yeah i do own drag yeah yeah.
0: uh megan bought it um so it is on her switch but Mm -hmm. we do have it and like i played like a little bit of it on it after she played some of it and then was kind of like done with it and then like i started a game on her switch with it but i didn't get super far so that's definitely one that I think I honestly probably would have played more if it was on like my switch sure, or something like that. But since it's on like hers, it's like a whole, like, it's just not immediately available. Accessible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I would recommend if you can play to at least the third level, because at that's the point when the story starts to pick up and more kind of wild shit starts happening in the story and it'll either hook you there and you'll be all in or you won't because I that's where I've seen people bounce off. It is the third chapter, basically. So I would I would recommend at least giving it to there.
0: And, Man, and I know you, it's not super long either. No,
1: no, no. I mean, the whole game, you could play in eight hours or something like that yeah. 10 to 10. So, you know, just get get like two or three hours in and and see what you think.
0: But, all right, uh, I think that settles it then. Alan Wake two and Dredge are like my yeah. two for this week. Then to try and like put some time into.
1: uh, When we get to what we've been playing, may- maybe maybe I might add uh, Dave the Diver to your list. Back, you I know, can't I'm sorry. I'm so- I I can and I will. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm excited to uh, you know we went and finalized all our categories. For, for game of the year, which I was excited about when I saw that pop up. Um, you know, we've got, let's see, let me get my list. Well, we have our game of the year, right? Which is going to yeah. be our top five each. We have the remake game of the year, which I actually think could be rather contentious. You know, like everyone's assuming it's going to be two, one of two games. I'm not sure. Cause actually there was a lot of remakes. And I I just could see people coming out of left field a little bit with that.
0: Yeah, no, dude. When I was initially, when that category came up and I was looking up a list of every, like, there was honestly, I think, about 15 this year alone of just remakes. And out of those 15, a lot of them are bangers.
1: Exactly. That's the thing is, you know, it isn't a lot of... uh, you know that that initial PS4 we remake every PS3 game run. It's it's actually no. There's not a lot of Last of Us twos in there. You know it's there's, there's some good ones. Um, and then we have uh, Shannon's best game of 2023 from 2022, <laughs> which which I'm actually just curious to see what everyone says for that because uh, that's that's also like there's no winner. That's just what everyone ended up playing, which I like. Yeah. And then we have... uh, Oh, this is something I need your clarification. Okay. Okay. So for Justin's 16-bit bullshit game of 2023, is this like an indie game in in full practice, or is this just a game in look and mechanic?
0: So when I was doing this category for me, I mm-hmm. took it as basically like an indie game that you probably haven't heard of type. Okay.
1: Of okay. But like not from, but like would Celeste count for this or is that too advanced? Cause it has, know. it has the look, it has the visual style
0: see with some it's just hard too, because like with something like celeste was like ungodly i almost think like celeste was like too popular like to be okay. in that category because celeste was in like game of the year categories with like dark souls and god of war sure. and like all this like other stuff um
1: what about inscription
0: see inscription i think i would put in it because that's one that I feel like a lot of people didn't really know Mm -hmm. or have any idea what it was. Uh, Like, I'll just tell you right now, like, for instance, like, you know, I'd put something like, you know, Pizza Tower can go in. Humanity, uh, I think, would be, even though it's not 16 bit, it's still like an indie game that came out this year that I feel like kind of got under the radar. Like, not a lot of people know about it. Type okay, thing.
1: so it's it's more it's more vibe than yeah. look. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. I, yeah, that's
0: cuz yeah, cuz I felt like there was some games that I felt like yes, it wasn't actual 16-bit, but when most of the time when I mention a game you're like, "Oh, dude, Justin's like 16-bit bullshit." It's usually mm-hmm. like some indie game on itch.io or something. Yeah. Else. Yeah. No yeah 100%. Of, so 100%. I had to keep that.
1: Okay. Okay, that was what my clarif... Because, like, you know, Dave the Diver, for example, has the look. But I don't necessarily know if I'd put it in this category. But right. visually, it's there. But I don't know if it would apply, necessarily. So, that was more my... I, I wanted clarification on that. Um, And then, finally, we have my category, the dot, 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 and now it's 2 a.m., <laughs> game of the year i like that
0: that's what your category became because that is very fitting
1: it happens to me often where i'm just going to you know mess around with something for a little while and next thing i know i'm hating myself because i'm up way too late i feel
0: like it happens to everyone everyone has that like moment every once in a while like
1: um so. It seems to happen to me a lot, though, where it's like, ah, all right, it's nine o'clock. Kids are down. Like, let me try this new game and see what it's all about. And next thing I know, it's, you know, freezing in my house. All the lights are off everywhere else. Everyone else has gone to bed. And I'm like, ah, crap. I did it again.
0: Th- that's why it is your category. It is. <laughs> it is.
1: Happens to me a lot. Um, all right. So I want to play a little game. And this game is going to be called, wait, what? That came out this year. And uh, I've just got a list of games for you. And I don't legitimately don't remember half of these coming out this year, but I remember us talking about them when they were announced, (laughs) sometimes being very excited about them. And I, I want to know if it was just me is this some? Are these games you like? Let's find out together. All right. Octopath Traveler 2, Justin. Remember when they announced that? I. Sh- Shannon was super excited about it because he really loved the visual style.
0: Like, I do remember it getting announced, and I remember Shannon being excited about it. I legitimately do not remember Shannon ever playing it, though, or ever talking about it after it came out.
1: Nope. And that uh, apparently came out February 17th. Sure, right?
0: Yeah. I honestly would have said 2022.
1: (laughs) I I would have said it didn't come out yet. I would have been really? like, oh, that must have gotten delayed. I don't remember anyone talking about that. Like I said, I remember the people talking about it when it was announced, but I do not remember that game coming out at all. Uh, here's another one that. Okay, I I should look up and see when this came out and if it just got buried under other releases, but Advance Wars one and two, like it oh. had I I this one, at least I know, came out right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: But it had a long path to get released. There was the whole war in the Ukraine and everything that delayed things. And I I understand all that. Still, this was a game a lot of people were excited before, before the delay. Mm -hmm. And no one talked about it. I didn't hear if it was good. I didn't hear if it was bad. I just saw it came out. And and it's weird that it didn't even get, like, its release week. Yeah.
0: And I'll tell you exactly what happened. And what happened is Fire Emblem Engage came out first. Like, this game got announced and it got delayed into Oblivion. And then in January, Fire Emblem Engage came out. Mm -hmm. And everybody played that. And then I want to say Advanced Wars came out in, like... I don't even remember. I want to say like April or it came out literally like two or three months later and I was excited for advanced wars, but I was so burnt out on that genre game after playing Fire Emblem three times that I did not even want to look at advanced wars. So I never even picked it up and I was super excited for the remake.
1: Fair, fair. And uh, yeah, you think it was just that gameplay style got burnt out?
0: Yeah, I think it's just like it just took so long. I think people who were excited for it, you know, moved on to something else. Like, mm-hmm. I think it would have been a lot bigger deal if it came out initially when it was supposed to. Or even if it did get delayed, if it was only delayed like a couple months versus being delayed like.
1: It was entire, only basically a year, right? Yeah, it yeah. was like an
0: entire year.
1: Yeah, OK. I mean, sure. But also, I heard it just wasn't that good. When you read reviews, so I'm sure that didn't help.
0: Yeah, and I know a lot of people weren't like super ecstatic about like the art style. Yeah, they, like, I, I mean, I,
1: I was one of them. Yeah. I didn't really like it myself, though. Me not liking art styles apparently is a thing. Um,
0: <laughs> That's going to be your category. For next yeah.
1: year. <laughs> worst art style, the Zach worst art style category here. the year. Um, this is a game you played. That I 100% forgot about. Whoa, Long. The Forgotten Dynasty, I think it was?
0: Yes. I did play it, if only for a little bit. And it's one of those where I I actually, after beating Liza P, I honestly kind of considered wanting to go back and try again. Because it wasn't that I hated the game. It's just I got stuck and I just got frustrated. Yeah. And I just hopped off of it.
1: So Uh, so this is a good question though What makes Lies of P A game where you want to Persevere and and break Through where well long You did not have that same desire Like uh, both are souls likes Mm -hmm. You know Or souls born or whatever BS Acronym you want to come up with (laughs) But what makes Lies of P better
0: So I think for Me like Like, Liza P is essentially, like, a Bloodborne reskin, almost. So, it felt... I felt more comfortable with Liza P because I'm, like, used to that type of movement, used to that type of combat. Like, because it is, like, verbatim Bloodborne. Level design, everything. It is, like, verbatim Bloodborne. Whereas, Wu Long was different like Wulong i think felt more like sekiro and like it was more heavy-handed with the you have to perfect parry um you have to like do this so it was (laughs) it was a a
1: whole game of the madam butterfly fight like
0: yeah it's just it was a lot i mean it was faster paced but it's like it was very quick and um i'm not a big parry and that's what it took me time to get used to and Liza P having to like perfect guard and whatever because I sure. am like someone who rolls and like there was no like rolling in like Wulong and so there was just the dash to the side but a lot of times they force you to perfect guard but I think I just had more patience with it and I think that's what caused me to break through and I think that's also what makes me kind of want to go back because I did eventually break through and get there I'm kind of like okay like I could do it I know I can do it so it makes me kind of want to go back and give it a try. Now that I've like gotten used to having the perfect guard, everything uh-huh. I think I'd be less harsh on Wulong.
1: Well, honestly, that. that was the, the thing with Liza P that kind of killed me with that first boss is that first boss is all about parrying. Yes. Like, it's there to teach you how to parry. And I am not a parry player, when I play those games. And so I got the crap kicked out of me for like three hours at that first boss, because I couldn't time it. Right. Yeah. I understand why it's there. Cause that's a very important mechanic that you're going to need later in the game. Like I get it, but dog, give me a little bigger window to parry in. like, Holy crap. No, dude. When
0: I played the demo before
1: the game came out,
0: I did that boss fight. Like, 30 times yeah i, I kept 100%. getting the phase two and then i would just get my shit kicked in because like i could not dodge like read the movements like dodge mm-hmm. the attacks and i just kept losing all my life and then well because again, you'll I'm roll minute, you'll
1: you'll dodge back which should clear you and then all of a sudden he gets like three body lengths close in one attack and hit you four times in the process and it's like i'm i'm dodging why, why are you hitting me? And I, yeah, it took me forever to like get around that.
0: Well, yeah. And then he would go from attack into an attack into an yeah. attack. And it's like, okay, Hey, you can't move fast enough. And then when I found out that your roles don't even have like the invincibility no frames, frames I was yeah. like, oh, so this is just a waste of time. <laughs> like this yeah. is like, I'm not helping anything by doing this.
1: But the attack into attack into attack when it's, you know, L1, 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 I can do that. It just took me forever to figure out that, like, oh, I just need to do that and yeah. you know, time it right, and yeah, oh, oh, so frustrating. Um, another game, to get back on track. Remember when Metroid Prime Trilogy Remastered came out this year? Because I sure as hell don't. <laughs> See,
0: I actually like. It's funny because when you say this year, I remember it coming out, and I remember people on Twitter absolutely loving it and like i was all over my twitter for like i'd say I mean, a that's good, a good point yeah like a good like two three weeks people were just constantly posting stuff from it i don't specifically remember it coming out this year though but i was, like it I was do february remember, it was yeah, february like it felt like it came out last year but i do remember it coming out and people loving it
1: i mean just getting away from the you know Wiimote controls i'm sure was awesome. Like a modern control scheme in those games, I'm sure helped a lot. I You couldn't pay me to scan everything again though. I'm sorry. Like I did that with my life once.
0: Yeah. Like scanning, like scanning stuff in games like that. I've never found that like super rewarding, like cool. Like I try to do it like here and there, but it's like, I'm not mm-hmm. going out of my way to, you know, make sure I get, a hundred percent of the, like i'm never the person to completely fill out the area right. or do anything like that
1: well and i mean a very different game obviously but mass effect one when you had to scan like every planet and everything to figure out what was going oh my god it was the most tedious thing and it ki- it killed a lot of that game for me and then they made Mass Effect 2, where they're like, Yeah, that sucked. We're not doing that anymore. Don't worry about it. And uh yeah, it was a lot better. Let's keep the Nintendo train rolling. Uh Bayonetta Origins. I I would have bet you money that came out last year. Like, I would have bet money.
0: This one for me is the one where I'm like, that came out. <laughs> like, yeah, right?
1: That's like, your that's your Octopath Traveler yeah, too. Yeah. I
0: remember the like there being a Nintendo Direct where that was announced, but yeah, that just kind of came out. I don't know a single person. I think that actually played that.
1: I think it was the same uh, year. They announced Skull and Bones, not Nintendo, but I think <laughs> which, it was that same year.
0: I'm like, which one? Like, the 2018? Like five years like ago. Yeah. Uh,
1: hey, remember when Minecraft Legends came out this year? No. The, like RTS <laughs> kind of Minecraft that. You know, people were excited about because Dungeons was good. So wait,
0: Legends isn't the one that's like Diablo.
1: No, that's Dungeons. That came out a few years ago, <laughs> and that one is good. That I've one is heard good.
0: Things about that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't even think I know what Legends is. To be, if I'm being honest
1: it's, with you, it's kind of like a little multiplayer RTS type game, and there was a little buzz about it, and then.
0: Oh, that that does vaguely sound familiar. And then I
1: think it came out and people were like, oh, oh, this doesn't. Okay, it's not good and it's hard to play. Yeah, we're just going to keep moving. Um, But yeah, that came out. Uh, You have on the list World of Horror. I don't know what that is.
0: (laughs) So. It's an indie game, and it's, like, black and white, like, kind of, it's pixel art, but it's, like, good, like, like high death like, pixel art. Like, you know, it has, okay. like, a very unique art style to it, but it's one that, it's been in early access for, like, years. Like, I want to say since, like, maybe 2018, 2019 something, and it finally, like, you know, the 1.0 came out, and it came out on Switch and whatever, and it's, like, one of those where like I'd keep seeing it like recommended on like my steam thing. And it's like, Oh dude, like I'll totally like get that. Like once it's actually out, like I don't want to mm-hmm. play it early access. I'll wait for the 1.0. I'll wait for the 1.0. And then it was one of those it's like, I saw it on like Twitter. And I was like, Oh shit. Like that's actually out now. Like I kind of like forgot about it. And then it gotcha. came out and it kind of like went back on my radar again.
1: And then, uh, Hey, remember when you were all excited to play Mega Man Warrior Collection?
0: Dude, I was so hyped for the Mega <laughs> Man NT Warrior Collection. What That's happened, what dude? I,
1: what happened? Dude, I, I
0: don't like I think it came out, but I don't remember. Do you know when it came out? I wanna say um, May or something. No,
1: I don't actually.
0: Like, I don't remember when it actually came out, but um I know I was excited for it. And I think just by the time it came out, I think I was just on to something else and I just never picked it up. Uh, It came out April 2023. (laughs) So it came out like, I think, right before Tears of the Kingdom. Uh I think That's kind of what happened is I think I was playing something else and then Tears of the Kingdom came out and then nothing else really mattered for like the next month.
1: What about what about a game we played, Justin? Exoprimal came out this year. That doesn't sound (laughs) right, does it? Dude, I can't even remember when... Like, I know we played
0: it. I can't even remember when we played that, though. It feels like that's been so long ago. Um, Uh, Let
1: me see when that release day was. That was uh, July 14th was when that came out.
0: See, if I had to guess, I was going to say April. Like, the fact that it was only maybe six months, five months ago. That's kind of wild to me.
1: And what's crazy about that is I believe they already shut it down.
0: Yeah, yeah, they they did. They announced that like a couple months ago,
1: I think. And it's been by the time I think between release to shut down was like three months, which is, man, that's tough. That's tough.
0: Well, that Uh, just makes me glad then that I guess you and me got the chance to play it when it
1: actually came out. (laughs) <laughs> and you know the thing was it wasn't bad i thought it was kind of fun
0: no it was one of to me it was kind of like one of those i guess like hidden gem game Pass mm. games like exo primal and the uh the turbo mini golf with the car yeah yeah, yeah. like those were like good little like oh what's this this is new on game pass and you check it out and you're like you know what that was fun like i probably wouldn't have played yeah. it had it not been on game pass
1: but If, if I paid $70, I would have been super bummed, mm-hmm. but you know, playing with my boys and shooting triceratopses in the face. Like, yeah, it was all right. It was good. Yeah, times.
0: We played for like a while. We played for like, I think yeah. like four hours at least
1: the, the thing with that game is it never could shake the feel that it was like you were playing a demo, you know, it felt, it felt like a demo when you were playing it it's like oh when this full game comes out this could be super rad and you know what I mean it just
0: yeah and I think a big part of that there just wasn't a lot of variance either. right especially in the levels like it felt like you were just kind of playing like the same two levels or, or yeah there was
1: like two or three maps and, yeah. and that but that's what I mean that's why it felt like a demo you were just running through the same thing over and over and it was fun it was a good loop I liked the weapons I like the mechs like it was cool but yeah, they needed, they needed a lot more in that game to make it last. Cause I think a lot of people did what we did, which was you played it, you saw it, you went, okay, I'll come back when there's more. And then there was never more.
0: <laughs> yeah. You and got so, everything you could get out of it. And yeah. that was it.
1: Yeah. Um, remember the, remember the Kirby game that came out this year? Was that return to dreamland?
0: I do remember the Kirby game that came out this year. Did uh, you play that?
1: Did you play I, it?
0: I did play it. Okay. Um, I, A- A- I didn't A- beat it. I do need to finish it. Uh but when when I was looking up the remasters that came out this year, that was one that popped up, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh yeah. I'm like, that did come out this year, and I played it.
1: Now I think some of this just speaks to how impressive the year was. Cause you know, some of these games in a lesser year, you know, your your Woolongs, your Met Metroid trilogies, I think would hang a lot longer in the public consciousness. But when there was just something new every week and a lot of the times it was a banger. it It just, this type of stuff just slid, you know?
0: No, that was the problem is, you're right, like, To say that it was like, oh, like, you know, every month a new game or every two, like, no, some months it was every week there was like another heavy hitter. And sometimes they came out on the same day.
1: Sometimes (laughs) sometimes it was like twice a week. Yeah. You know, because it would be like the big hit heavy hitter. And then some indie game like, you know, or some small game like Dave the Diver hits and grabs everyone's attention, too. And you'd be like, what the, you know? And so, yeah, you're trying to work your way through Bayonetta Origins, and you're like, well, never mind, I'm just going to jump onto this instead.
0: Well, yeah, Dave the Diver was one of those games where it did, like, the Undertale, like, stealth release, yeah. where it just came out, and it was just like, oh, nine out of 10 IGN, and it's like, Dude, what the hell is this game? And right. then it's on Twitter everywhere, and it's just like, okay, like, it's getting all these good reviews, and just, like, seemingly came out from left field.
1: Yeah, no, it's... Actually, I'm going to look up real quick. What was the release date on it? And then I've got a list of, uh, let's see. Okay. So it was like late June. So around that same time, the same week, you had Final Fantasy 16.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then uh, the week before you had the, the new Alien game, which everyone said was good, which was Alien Dark Descent. And then two weeks before that you had Diablo four and street fighter two, both coming out on the same day.
0: And then like, like or street, fighter S- that, street fighter Six, I mean, tears of the kingdom.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, uh, and then so, and also like humanity is in the middle of that. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, when your ghost trick, phantom detective remaster, which people love that game coming out the next week no one cares and no one remembers that was
0: just sent out to die
1: yeah it's so like that's a bummer for for those for that team you know like but i man what a year dude what a year geez
0: dude and it's one of those things where i'm gonna tell you right now like 2024 so far like is not looking like it's really slowing down like it looks like the momentum is still just carrying over into this year
1: i think i you think it was just this backlog from uh you know from from lockdown and everything got kind of delayed and delayed and delayed and so now you're they're just finally clearing the channel out of all this stuff
0: yeah, I mean I think that's a lot of it. And I think it's also kind of helpful, to like, at least for me, like I know like this upcoming year, due to um like, you know, the writer strike and actor mm-hmm. strike and whatever, like move like movies this year, I think are like fairly like sparse. Yeah. Especially like right now. So I think that definitely even opens the door up more to like video games instead kind of taking over like a lot of like the headlines and a lot of these like people who would cover like movies and tv shows and whatever like don't really have like that media to fall back on now so then it's like okay like video games like yeah
1: the overall popular culture narrative side of it yeah um but yeah i i it's hard though when you look at all these releases and it's like banger, 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 banger. And then the other side of the coin is like all these studios being like layoffs, 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 closing shuttered. And it's like, what? how, how is this happening? You guys are all releasing like these huge games and you're like having one of the worst professional sides that I can remember. And it's like, I don't, uh, I don't see how they're happening at the same time. Unless there's just a ton of profit taking. And Which
0: I assume that's always, like you always hear that like, oh, yeah. you know, like Blizzard execs get, you know, $4 million bonus, but then they lay off, you know, 200 plus people.
1: <laughs> but I mean, we're legitimately in the, I mean, thousands to tens of thousands in layoffs this year. And it's that's horrible. Like that's awful. You know, like I, I understand when teams get, you know, shrunken or like, Oh, when big games get released, because the work's done, like I get it, but man, like entire studio shuttering, you know, like I, and I think it's a lot of it is the embracer group buying everything and all those bets not paying off, you know? So they were, they were planning on getting acquired and by some Saudi group. And then that didn't happen. So they were like, yeah, whoops uh i guess we'll cut a bunch of expenses um but yeah that's that's tough man that sucks i don't know Uh,
0: i also know one category from our game of the year list Mm -hmm. that i don't think you mentioned was the uh the game that like shit the bed the hardest oh yeah 2023 which we got a good handful of contenders for that and i know you know as of what a week or so ago that uh that one game that's kind of named after like The Last of Us or whatever that, like, yeah, literally it was like, released and then shut was down it
1: the day before, yes. or something like that. Yes. Yeah, the
0: day before came out, you know, right at the end of the year to try and take the title away from Golem and uh, yeah, King Kong, yep, yeah, King Kong and yeah, Forspoken or whatever.
1: Forspoken, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not a good thing when you remember. A game because of the bad press around it.
0: Yeah, the like anthems
1: of the world. <laughs> there's no reason I should n- still remember Gollum, but I do. Uh, yeah, it's it should be a fun game of the year. But uh, I'm curious to see if any of those games that like had fallen off my radar so hard show up on anyone else's list. Because, like I said, none of these are bad. Like I could totally see the trilogy remaster showing up in, in someone's retro pick, you know, or remake pick. I mean, well, and
0: I, I know like, you know, Jordan always has a lot of wild card Mm -hmm. and the picks in his, and it's always kind of like a weird, like, you never know what the hell Robbie played this year. Like, you know, for all I know, like something like Wu Long would be on Robbie's list. So,
1: but also, we're going to be one of the only podcasts where like Baldur's Gate doesn't win simply because only Shannon played it. Yeah. That, you know that, what I mean? And, and
0: I'm not sad about that. Honestly, like no. I, mean, I like the fact that, you know, it's one of those where it's not just, Oh, okay. Yeah. It's decided like already, like what's the yeah. point because you know, Baldur's Gate everyone. But it's like, yeah, the fact that only Shannon played it, it's and like even- Baldur's
1: Gate one, Zelda two. OK, what's three through five, you know, and, and ours isn't going to be that list. And I like it.
0: Yeah. And even the fact that Shannon played it, I don't even know if Baldur's Gate would even be in Shannon's top five.
1: It's true. That's true. Uh, I mean, he never. It's not like you where I'm um, for a month straight. We heard about Zelda. Yes. <laughs> and, and and I'm not even making fun. I think that's great. You thought you loved the game that much to keep talking about it and exploring it and finding things. And that's awesome. That that means the game spoke to you that much. But, I mean, Shannon talked about Baldur's Gate for like two weeks and never brought it up again. So, does that, maybe that just speaks to what that game is to him. I don't know.
0: Yeah, um, or he just wanted to be like, yeah, you know, I'm just playing Baldur's Gate again. Don't really want to talk yeah, about that
1: anymore. I'm saving this heat for game of the year. Um, well, should we talk about a little games we have been playing?
0: All right. I, I'm excited. I know you've been playing some uh, Dave, the diver. And I have. You have your little PowerPoint presentation up. You have uh, your puffy paint mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. glitter board here. Yep, I was getting, I was
1: me. getting lessons from your dad about how to apply the puffy paint correctly. Um, oh, dude, that's it looks, dangerous. It looks, it looks very immaculate. Yep. Looks very professional and artistic. Um, So, Justin, mm-hmm. here's the thing about Dave the Diver. And I don't know if you're prepared for this.
0: I'm sitting down.
1: It's a WarioWare game.
0: Fuck.
1: <laughs> Damn it. What? It's how. So it's a WarioWare game in the sense that after about four hours, you have five or six different things to do every day in the game, right? Now, it's not Animal Crossing where it's like the day is connected to the actual day. It's just yeah. days tick by in the game. Um, you have to dive and fish, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that happens twice in a day. Now, diving and fishing it's spear fishing and or you can shoot them the fish. Uh the bigger fish you actually need to shoot. The spear becomes pretty ineffective. But that's also where you're getting like this Subnautica kind of story. And so every time you dive, you get a little piece more of the story and then you come across like an eco-terrorist group that's trying to stop you from fishing because you're, you know, hurting the environment or whatever. Um so that's what happens there, right? mm mm-hmm. Mhm these runs take like three to five minutes. Then you bring the fish up, you give it to the sushi restaurant. Now you're in the sushi game, which is cooking sushi and giving it to customers, which it reminds me a lot of Tapper, right? Like you're running back and forth down the sushi bar, delivering, picking up, cleaning up, pouring tea, you know, in that has a bunch of little, like the tea is its own little mini game, that sort of thing. Then you go to a like, eventually you get to like a farming simulator where you're growing ingredients for the sushi restaurant. And then now you're doing that. And so the thing is, is like all these little mechanics start to stack up. And initially it seemed like way too much. I was like, guys, you can't keep stacking things on here. This is getting ridiculous. But then it kind of clicked for me where it just felt like a WarioWare game. It's like you're playing mini game mini game mini game mini game and the thing is every single one of them's pretty good like there isn't one thing I've come across where I'm like I hate doing I just hate it right like, oh, in yeah and it ruins your your play experience they're all pretty fun they're all pretty short and so you just keep jumping from thing to thing to thing to thing and progressing your little story along as you're doing it and it's it's just fun, man. Like it's good. It's real good. And it's fifteen bucks. And I I I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's that's I've come to the point where that is what I would compare this game to. Is like Mario Ware or WarioWare. Yeah, Mario Ware. WarioWare meets Subnautica is kind of what it's like with a like 16 bit aesthetic to it,
0: Uh, man. All right. I'm going to have to add it to the list.
1: Yeah. Just put it on. I'm not saying play it, but maybe just think about it. (laughs) Think about it. It's on, on the steam sale right now. Um, I said, I got viewfinder that I need to start. Oh, oh, you know, what got released on the, on the down low power wash simulator my friend released a free santa's workshop level (laughs) and it was really good it was a lot of fun what do you
0: do you clean the sleigh
1: you clean the sleigh you clean the workshop. so it has its own little story attached to it where the elves were trying to come up with a new thing and it got out of hand and sprayed like paint all over the workshop so you gotta fix you know the desks where they're making toys. You got to clean up the wrapping machine. You got to clean, you know, the whole fireplace, the door to Santa's office, his suit, all that good stuff. It's great. It's more power wash. I love it. I love it so much.
0: I do appreciate that. They keep doing little, like the fact that they keep doing this, I feel like it keeps it relevant. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the fact that it's even like a free little update is like super cool.
1: I did ask Shannon since it came out on the quest this year, if I could run it back in my game of the year list. And he said, no, but Oof. I tried, I tried. You yeah, know, your, your, your boy, your boy holds that one up in high regard. Uh, but yes. Uh, so that's what I've been playing. What did you get anything in between Christmas and Year's? So,
0: um, this week, I beat moving out. Uh <laughs> the, the first one. I was gonna out, say one or two. Nope, just one. Uh it came out, you know, twenty mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. um, I went over to uh shrimp fried mats to exchange Christmas gifts and stuff, and we were gonna do some like co op whatever. We played like a little bit of Mario Wonder, and then I was like, I brought my switch and I'm like, dude. wanted to play moving out too and i'm like we let's just finish one i'm like we're on the last world like i think we had maybe like five or six levels left i'm like let's just beat one and then going into 2024 we can play two together so we were at it's like this like space station style levels of stuff some of them were easier than like some i've thought like we got gold on like we did amazing and then others it's just like dude we're gonna be lucky to get bronze. I don't fucking care. Let's just beat it. Like I just want right. to beat the game and be done with it. But it was a lot of fun. Um, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad we were able to finish it. Um, nice. But shrimp fried mat also for Christmas, which is the other thing I've been playing slash messing with this week. He got me the Miu Mini Plus.
1: Yes, I've been excited to hear about this.
0: Yes, I uh, I posted it in the Discord. So what it is, is it is essentially, it looks like a small, my version too, looks like the original Game Boy, which is cool, but it's small. Mm -hmm. It fits in about like, it's about as big as like the palm of your hand. Uh, It has a like rechargeable battery in it. I think it runs off like, you know, some version of like Raspberry Pi or whatever, but it's essentially an emulator machine and it has four buttons on it It has your a b x y d pad start plus so it kind of looks like the game boy but with snes uh button setup okay but then on the back of the game boy so it has
1: four buttons on the face
0: yeah it has yeah the four d pad start select it has a middle button up at the top that's kind of like a it's the function button or whatever and gotcha. it like does like other stuff in the emulators but then on the back it has L1 L2 R1 R2 as well mm. as little trigger buttons because it plays everything from like Atari like to like NES SNES uh all the different Game Boy Game Boy Advance um, it does PlayStation 1 It does not do in sixty four solely because like it doesn't have that analog stick, so it's gotcha. Literally, just can't. But um, but you can
1: play play some Battle Arena Toshinden. Tell you that much. (laughs) much.
0: But it's cool because like I like was messing with it. Like he got it. Like he pre like set it all up for me and like pre installed like a bunch of ROMs and stuff for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what's nice is because my Wii is also modded, I have like all those ROMs and more already on my hard drive. Oh, uh, okay. So I was like, awesome. So like certain ones, like I added all the Mega Man NT war, like battle games on there and stuff, like all
1: five mm-hmm. or
0: six of them and stuff. Cause it's like, I had those. So I'm like, awesome. So I added all that stuff. And it reminds me a lot of back in, when I was in high school, like everyone, like all my friends had modded PSPs and stuff. And it kind of and that's basically what my PSP was was like a little emulator machine that it played okay. Game Boy and whatever on it. But you could like customize the themes and stuff. And you can do this on this too. It has like unique themes and like little he made it so that when you power on the thing, it does the it shows the book for Paper Mario a Thousand Year Door for me, oh. like as it's like loading, which is that's, pretty
1: cool. That's pretty cool. Like uh yeah, that's neat. That's a yeah. cool little feature.
0: So it has like little customizable stuff on it. And like I, I got NES games working on it as well, which is interesting because there's only mm-hmm. one screen. But like the okay. way that works is like when you open up an NES game, it has like top screen as like your main screen. And then like the bottom screen is almost like picture in picture in the bottom right.
1: You're, you're saying NES, but you mean DS, right?
0: Yes, yeah, the Nintendo yeah, sorry. DS. Yes, yeah. no, sorry. The, I was using the abbreviation for it. Uh, oh, you said
1: NDS? Yeah. Oh, I was hearing NES. Sorry, oh, that no, might have no, just, no. yeah. no. just been me. And I was like, okay, you already said that. And I don't know why that's exciting. But okay. No, yeah, anyway, no.
0: for the Nintendo DS. Gotcha. Yes. yes it has, so it has like picture in picture. So you can see the like top screen, bottom screen. And mm-hmm. then using the R2 trigger, you can switch control. Between the top and the bottom. So, and everything runs on it like pretty good. You can't really you do games that like require like excessive touchscreen use. Like WarioWare touched, like would not work like that. Okay. Like, but like stuff like uh, Castlevania Aria Sorrow or like Animal Crossing, like ones where it's like the bottom screens essentially like just a map or yeah. you, like, occasionally like you can switch to it, like where it's not super time intensive that you have to use it. It works really well. Like I was playing Mario Kart on it and stuff and it it works really well. So I thought that was cool. Um, But one of the games I was playing on it and like why Matt got it for me too was he loaded a bunch of like ROM hack type games on it. The one I was playing is one of, uh, it's called Wario Land 2 EX. And it's a ROM hack of Wario Land 2 for the Game Boy Color. But it's like all new levels and everything. Okay. And it's like a whole new game. But it is hard. Like it is it's a lot of fun. But you can tell it's made for it's literally made for people who like love Wario Land and want like that level of difficulty because like some of the movement it's like precise. Like you have to get like shoulder running start here to do this like insane platforming type stuff. And it has like some puzzle elements two where it's like you go all the way up and it's like oh here's a door you need to go through Uh and it's locked with blocks but the only way to break the blocks is to throw an enemy but the only enemy in the room was at the bottom so you have to like pick up the enemy and carry it all the way up to the top like through this like crazy platforming stuff so they do some like really neat tricks with like the level design
1: that sounds like like some of the levels that drove me insane in pizza tower
0: Kind of, that's basically it. Feels like a mix between Pizza Tower and like if it was like a Wario Land Mario Maker type level. It's like, what uh, okay, it like.
1: okay, that actually is a pretty good descriptor. I kind of have a good picture of what you mean now,
0: yeah. So yeah. I'm excited to now that I kind of spent this week getting it all set up and everything. I'm excited to actually like sit down and like play some of the stuff on it.
1: Cool. Any anything else
0: no that that was it
1: all right well I mean do we have any spoiler stuff to talk about I think not I don't I mean we have was it what if coming out soon uh, echo drops next week
0: so Zach, what if I yeah. told you that what if is out? oh shit is it what if I told you <laughs> that what if released a new episode? every single day for like the past week and that the entire season's pretty much out right now
1: and what if i told you (laughs) that i had zero idea and don't really care um (laughs) i wouldn't be surprised (laughs) have you watched any of it no i've heard
0: like decent things about some of the episodes but it's just like oh no i've been I've been just like watching other stuff and it's just the fact that it's like a new episode every single day. Yeah. I'm like, I'm It's at the point where it's like, well, I might as well just wait, I guess until the entire thing's out and then maybe like I'll sit just down and mainline watch it. it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, that was kind of, uh, I found it very interesting. I was watching uh, some football yesterday and uh, an ad for echo came on. Right. And I learned two things from the ad. It is now a five episode series and they are dropping all of them at once. And I was like, well, that's a first for Disney plus and Marvel for all of that. That's the shortest series they've ever made. And they've never dropped it all at once. And (laughs) this feels very much like a house clearing of just like, we're getting this, it's in the pipe. We're unplugging the pipe. Just throw it out there and let's keep moving. Um, I found that very interesting. That being said, it looks kind of all right. I don't know. Like, I'm intrigued to see what it's like because it reminds me from the trailer. It reminds me a lot of the Netflix Daredevil look and vibe. And I don't know if it's got some sick fight sequences. I don't really care. Here's the thing, Justin. I kind of don't give a shit about the MCU continuity anymore. Like at all. I don't think they know what it is at this point. So just tell me a cool story. Just tell me a cool story. That's all I want. You know?
0: It's funny that you said that the Echo commercial looked all right because my friend Troy saw it. I didn't get to see the ad. Mm -hmm. But... He watched it and he's like, dude, he's like, I just saw this new commercial for Echo. And he's like, bro, it looks so bad. He said that the fight looked really bad. And then Kingpin and Daredevil show up for like a second. And then it
1: ends. Well, she kicks a chair into someone's face and it looks kind of rad. I don't know. It's also really quick. And yeah, it's called Echo. It's not called Kingpin. It's not called Daredevil. So I don't expect them to be the... The basis of the ad, you know, this isn't the Marvels when half the ad is Tony Stark and Thanos. You know, <laughs> that's still hilarious to me. Oh, that's so brutal. That was so brutal. It's like, come on, guys. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I'll probably watch some What If the first season I was all right, I didn't mind it, but
0: yeah, I thought season one they. By the end, like there were parts in the middle where I started to really kind of like dip off. But I felt like, especially like the last two episodes, they Mm -hmm. really like brought it together. And uh, by the end of it, I was like, all right, you know, that actually like wasn't that bad. Like I felt like there was more hits than there were misses.
1: And I think they did a decent job of like bringing it all together at the end. Because when it started, I thought it was just going to be like an episode of the week. Kind of like the comics were. Of just like, what if this happened? And then the next issue was, well, what if this happened? And they were totally disconnected. There was no thread through all of them at all in any way. Uh, So I thought it was interesting how they turned it into like an Ultron multiverse storyline at the end. Like, that was kind of cool. But yeah, I don't know if they're doing the same thing again, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. But it's yes. going to be
0: a multiverse of the multiverse. And then it's going to retcon what they did in season one.
1: I think that's hilarious though. we are like, what if I told you it was out? <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, well, do we have anything else, sir?
0: I think that's it. I think, you know, that's our, our nice, you know, you know, 2024, that picks life Go, coming in with a nice solid hour long episode. Yeah. To start the year off.
1: Just, oozing into 2024 you know right into the game of the year next week it'll be it should be uh it should be fun i'm i'm always i always love our game of the year episodes so look forward to that tell a friend get them hooked on that pixel life support your boys and justin why don't you go ahead and take us in for a landing
0: you know what, guys. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life Podcast. Yo, go on to the Discord. Tell Shannon, you know, buddy, cheer up. Drink your four loco. You know, <laughs> it's a new year. We know 2023, you got your work truck broken into. Yep. And bunch of bad shit happened. But guess what? Clean slate. We're going into the new year. We're going headstrong. You know, Robbie would say, you know, keep that stiff upper lip. And, you know, he would also say, go to Spotify, give those boys a review. I love them. Let them know they're doing a great job. And Zach, if Robbie was here, which he will be next week, but since he's not here yet,
1: Mm -hmm. what would he say? Robbie would say, hey, guys, go be great.